camp thing is fucking amazing. Okay, anyway. Put on your headphones, babe. Sorry. So let's do what we're talking about today. We're talking about siblings, identical siblings, and you'll find they walk alike, they talk alike, sometimes they even... Red motorbike? <laughs> I don't know. I, is that the song? You could lose your mind when cousins are two of a kind. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a lifestyle podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com, and I am joined, like always, by my husband, who's older than me. Yep. I'm David! <laughs> Good job. Thank you. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. Ah. Okay. Did a dab. Of some miscellaneous stuff. Now I'm going to hit my bong, and I know what this is, because this is the weed that you and I love right now. Oh my god, we love it. It's catatonic sour tsunami. Yep. It is the best weed. Because it's like, high in CBD. (coughs) Is that right? Oh yeah. Um, Oh, yikes. I looked online, and yeah, it was like, People were saying like 12% CBD. Um, we love it. In this strain, in this hybrid. But they told you at the dispensary it was like half and half, didn't they? Didn't yeah. They, say it was 50/50? they did. Well, anyway. In either case, it's fucking amazing. It's Sunday today. It's Sunday. Um, as usual, the kids are not here. My oldest daughter had a two night um, out of town trip. With her Girl Scout troop. And she comes back today. But not to my house. But anyway. Wow. That's like a milestone there. Two nights. She's never done that before. I just want to say. On these weekends when it's just me and you. Yeah. We spoil and pamper the pets. Oh yeah. So hard. From the time we get up. It is ridiculous. We wake up and just Just completely going crazy and noticing how cute and adorable they are they were, and then they hang out with us constantly like wait max is asleep right now on the floor next to the stoner mom yeah he is very tired i'm today. rubbing his butt right now yeah oh big guy very blubbery um so anyway yeah i think that's funny that's our natural parent you know someday when our kids are gone that's going to be what we do. We're going to fucking love the fuck out of our pets. And right. we're going to talk for them all. Oh, my God. We're going to be nuts. Well, we already do talk for our pets. I know, but we're going to be old. Well, and we're going to dress them up in clothes. Probably. You probably will. It's like during the week, I can't really. Oh, man. I just got high. Good. <sighs> Woo. Cue the Jamaican music. Right. Would you like to use any of this? You love this weed. David, who is the non-weed smoker, loves I do. this weed. I gotta tell you, this is the stuff for me. All the... So yeah, all you uh, neurotic listeners that smoke weed and feel you just don't like it, you feel not good about yourself, try this shit. Yeah, yeah. this weed is great because it just kind of... 
I liken it to being drunk, I guess, because <laughs> you just feel great, you know, and you feel your body feels good. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you don't have a care in the world. There's no like overdrive, like when your brain like switches into think too much mode, right? There's not that, which I think is yeah. the problem with, um, you know, robots, some of Robot people, definitely David. And a lot of people I have, a, there are members the Stoner family that that have that that have condition. the same thing, like their heart starts racing. They think, <laughs> like you know, um, yeah. so yeah, it's a challenge to find good strains for these poor people. But the CBD ones are and great, and you so love good. it too. Remember, we had um, Charlotte's Web. I think mm-hmm. we talked about in our last episode, and mm-hmm. that is also really great for David. So another purple paralysis is also high in CBD. I found. See? There you go. That's BB. what you guys got to look for. And um, it might be really difficult to find flour. Um, that's high in CBD, but you can definitely get like um, concentrates, I think, in, you know. Yeah, tinctures or whatever yeah. of pure old CBD oil. Just yep. be careful with that. Yeah, but it doesn't get you high or whatever. But um, Put it in your dog's dog food. We've been talking about that. Well, yeah, we're going to medicate Max. Remember when you <laughs> overdosed on THC yeah. oh my God. in your oh, mouth? The oil? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought about that the other day, like, trying to drive a car. I was like, oh. He didn't. He just went around the block and, and came back. Yeah, was convinced a few times that we were being monitored by <laughs> other we, presence. We probably are. Well, we probably are. But, but it's okay. I think like that. Do you know that? Yeah, I did know that. I actually. think like that in the car. I think that like that every time I leave my house. Um, I think like that every time I turn into my court. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's watching me? Who's waiting for me? Who's observing me? The answer? No one. <laughs> Nobody. We're not that important, I guess. Okay. But yeah. I'm going to keep thinking this way. That's a good way to do and it. And one day, someday. You'll be right. There'll be a white van parked in front of our car. There'll be something. And, like, I'll get to, like, tell the police and be the busybody, the yeah. neighborhood busybody. That's well, this ha- car has not been here. And then now it's here I know every all the car. time. I yeah. really do. I know. Max is over it. I know who's home all day. I know you do. You take notes. You have a spreadsheet for it. I look out my front window. Yeah, I know. I do. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad someone other than a dog is doing that. Oh my! Okay, um, we got a, a pork roast going in our crock pot today. Wow, this is some real small talk. It is, but I like it. I mean, this is what we do. We live like old folks on on the weekends, you know. We like work. We walk the dog. Uh, I actually, that's the wrong word. I should have spelled out. Um, the walrus. The walrus. Um, but um. Uh, Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, uh, uh, what D.O.G. mean? <laughs> Maxie, you're so good. He's so tired. But anyway, yeah. And then we got stuff going on around the house. I love it. Love it. You cleansed some plants this morning. But we'll talk we'll about talk that. About, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Calm down. Blah, 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 blah. But there's a little sneak peek, you guys. He, yeah. he cloned today, so. He'll talk about that later in the podcast. Human embryos, that's right. Um, Want to go into TV time? Mm -hmm. I love TV time.
Well, anyway, welcome to TV time. We like to talk about TV sometimes Jesus, we love while it. we're getting high. Even though we really only watch the same three programs we talk about. No, every week. Okay, okay. These are the programs we watch, you guys. Like, really give them all. I, I am. Okay. I'm going to. We like and obsess or have obsessed over Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, which is restarting this year. Um, shh, don't say anything. Mad Men. Don't say anything. A show called Game of Thrones. Westworld. Uh, for a time, that show with the Mormons. Oh, Big Family? Big fam- Big Love. Big Love. And <laughs> Big Family. We never watched the end. We only we got to the next yeah, but to last episode. Yeah, every season, bef- well, like the last two are bad, but the last one especially is like, ugh, and we just couldn't stand There's it. There's genetic engineering happening. It's just like, really, guys? Come on. They're it, really it, not it, that smart. It got crazy. <laughs> um, Yeah, and so it was done. But, man, that first season of Big Love is great. It's really, really good. It's so good. Um, and then what else? Um, the Wire, best show on television in the history of, all of time. television. That's what they say. <laughs> I can definitely get behind that. Yeah, it's good. Um, Atlanta. Yeah. Insecure. Yeah. And that's it. The Bob Newhart show. Those are our shows. Those are our shows. And oh, wait a minute. There's been a Doctor Phil. No. Um, Obsession. No, that, no, no. That no, no. used to happen. We, you can't talk about YouTube shows. That's not well because we don't have. So we don't have like actual television. So I don't watch Doctor Phil. I've always had to just like search him on YouTube. I like to though because he's extremely funny to impersonate, and so Robin I, is so is his awesome. wife. Yeah. We are gonna be them for fucking Halloween. David is tall and fucking. Doofy walking like Dr. Phil. Yeah. Right? I could totally do it. I <laughs> could get a must- mustache. Robin is neurotic, thin as hell. I mean, I could. You gotta suck like get, in. you gotta like have hairspray on the sides <laughs> of your I'll contour hair. out the yin yang yeah. so I look super gaunt. There you go. <laughs> and then I'll have my skincare product line. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. There you go. You and know then what? we'll pretend like we're helping people. But then we'll just talk about my skincare line and my self help, your self help yeah. app. Oh and... yeah, that I made with my son. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Doctor Phil! Come on, though, he's amazing. He is so amazing. But you know how old people get when they're working? Yeah. Like these old ass entertainers at the just like peak of their game. Yeah. They're just like. I don't have to try very hard. Yeah, it's like. You don't because you had Brett Ramsey. Like you, yeah. you don't have to. Is that his name? Brett? No. Bran. Bran. <laughs> yeah, it's Bran. Bran. <laughs> <laughs> What's his goddamn name? Fuck. It starts with a B. It does. Yeah. Oh my god. Benet. Benet. No. Jomini and Burke. Burke Ramsey. Burke. Delta Burke. So yeah, he got he's please. He doesn't have to do anything for the rest of the season. Give me a break. Yeah, give him a break. And he loves his he drives to work with his dog every day. So anyway. In a fucking oldies car. <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay. People tell me that's not your wish. Come on. Men that are listening right now. Yeah. To be uh close to retirement. Yeah. Yeah. 
have a sick convertible Mustang no, 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 restored fifties no. thing. Yeah, it's like a Cadillac or something. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a boat it's like a Malibu thing. or I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not an old car guy. And you have some weird female stumpy. Was it stumpy or big? Maggie. His Maggie. dog is yeah. Maggie, and it's a golden retriever, or, oh. or a golden, or a lab. I don't know, yellow lab. La- yellow lab seems it's right. It's not a bulldog? No. That goes, no. like, walrusing out? No, it's an American dog. It's an all, the, the 100% American dog. <laughs> With his dog. fucking red convertible I think, oldies car. I don't think it's red. I think it's, like, a light yellow. Oh, my God, I think you're wrong. Because I swear to God, that dog had, like, a matching bandana on. <laughs> that was maybe red. <laughs> Dr. Phil. So we've been watching um, reruns nonstop because basically here's what you and I like to do. When when I don't when there's those times that converge where we're both not doing something but one of us is, and usually it's always you. On the computer. Yeah. And I and it affords me some time where you like some background sounds yes. and I can kind of relax and do whatever I want to do. I always pull up a TV show to watch while I'm usually drinking or something. And while you're working, and last night it was Atlanta. And we started watching the first season of Atlanta. You know, it won all sorts of crazy awards at the Golden Globes, you guys. We told you to watch Atlanta. It's the best show. It's really good. And, um. So fucking fun. That invisible car, man. Paperboy, man. Paperboy is amazing. We are so. We love him. Like. I wish he was real. In love with Donald Glover. It's unreal. Yeah. And Darius is amazing too. I like. He him. is really. Good. I really. Darius found... reminds me of so many dudes that I knew, like as a teenager. Yeah, he just kind of goes with the flow. He's the ultimate go with the flow guy, right? Huh? He'll use a rat as a phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think how great that would. There's eight rats to every one person in New York. It would change everything. It would if you could make a rat phone. Come on. Okay. Um, <laughs> so is that all? Is this t- is, that's TV time? TV time Jeez, is sorry. we don't fucking have anything to say because uh, we're not watching anything new. We're not watching anything new, but here you know we get to watch Game of Blowns this year. We get to watch um, Better Call Saul this year, and which means we probably need to rewatch some Better Call Saul. Yeah, that one always sucks to watch though because no. we always have to watch it in some dumb way. Not. Not now, because Why? now they're all available. Like, you can get them all, on like, what? on Netflix and stuff. You can't? Yeah. You just can't get, like, when they're going on, it's like, all bets are off. Well, that's what this is going to be. Well, moving forward, but we don't care. We're so hungry to watch it. We'll watch it streamed from my laptop. That's what we do sometimes. We have to. But you know what? I think what we should, now, because we're becoming adults, and uh, we buy the season now. We just buy it on iTunes and keep it forever. That's what we did with Atlanta. Oh, I wonder if we can do that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I wonder, you checked for Better Call Saul? On iTunes? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, so you can buy a season pass and the second it comes out, you watch it the day after. The day after, just like our other shows. So we should do that. Well, see, Game of Thrones, it's like the same. No, that's HBO Go. I know, we don't own them. So when when HBO, when it's lost its popularity like in 10 years or longer. They don't listen. If you go, are you kidding? It will be there. Yeah, you're right. The wire is think there. Think of all the. Wire's been around forever. Yeah, and think of oh Oz. Yeah, we, we Oz could totally is still there. Watch that. Um, I never watched Oz. I don't want to. It's probably too dirty. I, I think it's probably. Oh, maybe I do want to. Oh, we also like Orange Is the New Black. We watch that whenever it comes out. But we never finished the last season. 
Yeah, wait, I did. You did? You watched the last episode. I don't know. I think you didn't watch the last, like, ten minutes. Uh, You saw her die, remember? Who died? Oh, yeah. I only know her. I know who you're talking about. She died. Actress name. Yeah. The the smart one who, like, who lived on army bases or something all over the place. Yeah, her last episode was, like, her her intro to New York and, like... Was it New York? It was some big city. Um, and then that fool fucking... Choked her to death. On accident. Yeah. Was that the last episode? I don't know. What no. Happened? But um, it was one of the late... Well, I watched the last one. That's a hard one to watch because... It is. It was difficult. Yeah. Well, plus, that show's hard to watch because we usually eat stuff while we're watching. Oh, my God. And you can't Since watch that Since that show. show has come out, I've always said, David, do not let me eat during the show because, like, I'll, I'll be eating, like, fried chicken or something. And then there's, like, a vagina getting eaten out in front yeah, of like, my eyes. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't want to eat anymore. God. <laughs> there's a lot of that. There's so much... Sex in that like first, oh my god, first season, season yeah. that first episode gave me like, it just, I'm a prude, you guys. In some ways. All right, and that sexy I, prude. I guess that's TV time. TV time. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about siblings. Oh, no. You smell like dog now. God, I pet my dog and now I stink. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Max. For retaining smells so much. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah. We're going to talk about siblings and get stoned right now. So, I'm kind of not stoned right now because... We, had, took, we took a little break. You guys don't know this, but we took a tiny break. And I ate a bagel and... Drink coffee. Yeah. I and made so, new coffee. Yeah. What do you think about siblings? Guys, we have four kids. We do. So we, we started this marriage with two kids apiece. Yep. So, like, I have two little girls who are sisters, and they have about two and a half. Um, they, yeah, they do. <laughs> They have that. Two years difference. Yep. Two and a half. Closer to three. And then David has also two kids. Son and a daughter. Bigger age difference. What's the age difference? Five? Five five years. Almost exactly. So yeah, that's our family. Five years. And three and a half. Almost three years. Yep. And so... There's all kinds of dynamics there. So many. And then we got married. Yeah. So now they got to figure that out. The step sibling shit. Yeah. Which is fine. I think We've done a really good job at it. Yeah. I <laughs> I being a uh, product of a divorce and remarriage to a step sibling, mm-hmm. this is much better. Like I feel like it's worked out really really well. Yeah. So um Ready? Yeah. Tell me about your siblings. Oh. You have real siblings. I do. I've got a brother, a half-brother. Tell and a everybody half what's remarkable about your siblings. Okay. My siblings, my half-brother and sister. Yes. Are, are... about 20 years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
like almost 20 years older. The age Which difference. Is pretty cool. Yeah. So like when they were young, when they were like, you know, 18, I was a baby. Okay. And then when they were in their early 20s, I was like a toddler. Which means you got lots of grown up interaction interaction yeah absolutely like you and, know. and you were like the baby yeah like my sister took me around everywhere like loved me like my mom like a mom while they are much older than me i have a very strong relationship with my sister yes and it's gone through trials and tribulations just like all siblings but for the most part i have a good relationship with my sister um and then i have a brother these are my half brother and sister I understand. And, um, you know, not I don't really talk to my brother so much. We I, it, it went probably the way you would imagine a 20-year-old s- older sibling would go, you know. Yeah, like what the fuck are you going to talk about? Yeah, okay, so we got that going on. And then um, <laughs> I, I've also had a stepbrother who was oh closer to my age because my mother remarried a man uh-huh. who had a son from another marriage. What what year what year was this? <laughs> Give me the decade. Uh this would be like eight, starting in the nineteen in nineteen eighty. Like when I was ten. Okay? Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. I wasn't born yet. No, I know. <laughs> you would be born in three years from that. I was ten. Um I was ten. In 1980. I love so this it, it was like 79, 80. Um, and then my mother d- had known this man. And this guy had been like, and I'd seen him around, of course, and knew he had a son. What, you had seen him around? Like he'd come around. Oh, like I because she was dating him. Yeah, it got wasn't it, like. Uh, Not you saw him around town and yeah. knew who he was. Yeah, as a, <laughs> I was out around town as a 10-year-old. A cantankerous 10-year-old. Okay. So anyway, um, my mom married him and then I had a stepbrother. And who you, was just about a year older than me. And you, so say, oh man, so two adolescent boys yeah. that are not related. Not related. And um. would you say that you, 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 they, they, your parents, the parents in this yeah. situation did their merging of the children correctly? I would say no. Um, I would say the merging did not go so well. Um, and, you know, not to any of their own. I mean, this was, we're coming off the 70s. Totally different yeah. time. Totally different time. I mean, like, divorce was, like, at the forefront because there were movies about divorce that were coming out. You know, there uh, was Kramer versus Kramer. Was out. I don't know what that is. That's a big movie um, that was, like, about a divorce. Wait, is this, like, like divorce is cool or divorce is bad? Like, hey, people are getting divorced. And it's good. A lot now. Okay, like... People aren't just staying together just to stay together like right. they did in the 50s and stuff. Got you know, it. So now it's like this generation, they get divorced a lot. And they didn't know what they were doing because no. nobody got divor- divorced first. Exactly. Before them. Right. Like, And if they did, it was very like uncommon. You know, it yeah. was like frowned upon. It was like a total exception. You know. exception. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, you know, that gives yeah. everybody a pass. A little per- little, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's how I feel about like what... I would deem it mistakes yeah. that like my parents made. It's like mm-hmm. had nothing to do with character and really just more to the do time. with the time and what's acceptable. Yeah. 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 And just things change so much in 30 years. I'm a 30 oh, something yeah. year old woman now. So yeah, things are definitely different. Um, I would say 
I, I looked when I look back on those years, I never once like never think, oh, my mom really didn't do the right thing. I know that has never entered my mind right. once. So Which I just want to be clear that... about that. There's Sorry. no blame going around. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your mother is like a fucking saint to you. Oh, yeah. That's I love like a her. very. She, she did very. She did so good with what she had. Yes. So anyway, how about my sibling? Yeah, you've also got a half-brother. I have one half-brother, and that's it. But when we say half-brother and half-sister, they're like, that's just the term. I mean, they're like, for all intents and purposes. Well, me, far more than you, because, I mean, I imagine your sister didn't even live in your household for very long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I grew up with my brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's my brother. Of course. Um, And it's weird, because his perspective is so different, Mm -hmm. because... um, my dad is his stepdad. Right. And um, he has always, always seen and felt a difference between me and him. That he's dad's stepkid and I am his child. Right. Like, even as an adult. And, like, I never, ever, ever thought that way as a kid. Ever. I mean, I still don't. Like, when you're raised with somebody, it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you're my brother. I know, right. <laughs> I mean, I was a baby. <laughs> Give me a break, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see a big difference, but um, we do have a age difference that's like, I think, six years. So that's it's like six or seven years. It's not bad. So, yeah. I mean, he's an older brother. He was my older brother. And so, yeah. Like the big brother. He was out of the house went by the time I was in high school. Um, or even middle school, hmm. I think. Yeah. That must have been weird, watching him leave the house. Like, and, you know. It was sad my mom cried. I'm sure. Um, and I think he was actually 17. Yeah. Because wow. he got, he was one of those youngins that went like, off to college. Bye. Very young. Right. I'm out of here. Um, yeah. But he's still in town and shit. But yeah, she cried. But anyway, um, my relationship with my brother is good. Um... Despite a whole bunch of family drama, yeah. our relationship is great. It is and, great. And we really had to, as adults, like, and even, like, early in our in my adult relationship with my brother. So, basically, guys, I had a childhood relationship with my brother, and then he left. He left the picture completely and is gone, okay? And then um, a few years later, I'm, like, a young adult, like, 18, and now my brother is, like, back in my life. Yeah. So, like, I consider that, like, my... So, it's, like, two different periods of time, right? Because in one, I'm an adult, and on the other, I'm not. Right. So... And he visits, and you guys keep in touch Every year. Last year, he came twice. Yeah. And he uh, just likes to see the girls. He's a a great uncle. He's a good uncle. He lives in California still. And I hope someday he moves out here. I do, too. I think that that would be good for him. Because I, I ain't moving out there. No. <laughs> it's going to be in the ocean. I cannot live by you the ocean. You can't live underwater. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, what I wanted to say was that we have a healthy adult relationship that we, like, yeah. created on our own. Yes. You know, and you guys can do that um, as grown-up adult siblings. Like, yeah. if... if you know, there's a lot of trauma in people's childhoods yeah. and like it goes unspoken about or whatever. And um, you can like recreate, not recreate, but restart a um, 
relationship with a sibling in your adulthood and just be like, let's give it a go. I think you're right. I think that there's other opportunity there when you get older. I think when there's any relationship where you're expected to know the person for their entire life, like a mother, a father, a sibling, um, and then in some instances, a best friend, you have to expect that you guys will not be the same person and fight and disagree and have problems or go years without speaking. And it's not a, nothing is ever permanent is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Gotta go with the flow. You do. So how do you think having a sibling prepared you for being a dad? You go first. Well, I'm not a dad. How do you think having a sibling has prepared you for being a mom? Mm. A parent. Yeah, you know, I guess you just have uh, empathy for your siblings, you know? Like when you're young and like someone's in trouble is what I mean. Um, You kind of think of your siblings as like part of the collective whole of kids you know what I mean like we're the kids and they're the grown-ups and oh my god the kids are gonna get in trouble which one (laughs) you know what I mean totally so um I I try to think of that you know Mm -hmm. with my girls so just kind of having um like you know when in the more difficult years when your parents are really really furious at you like um I feel like I know that the siblings see often, they see your side. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And that kind of shapes me as a parent, I feel. I don't know. I think it does. Look, I hear what you're saying. Like, I keep trying, like... You're uh, looking at yourself. Are you saying that you're looking at yourself in certain situations like, okay, how did, like, now I'm my mom talking. Yes, so, like, if if I'm having an... I don't know, it makes me more... um, I guess I get a more deeper level of thinking about the kids so like you know because i'm because you've been a kid before with a parent with a mom (laughs) and i'm and i'm thinking about it from the child perspective a lot and your brother can give you insight right perspective yeah okay that makes sense do you know what i mean yeah i do like so you think about instances where you're saying something to your daughter one of your daughters that you experienced and then you're thinking about how did I see that happen with my brother? Or how did my brothers, Yeah. You know, how did we deal with that? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I never thought of it like that, but that makes sense. That's how you would see it, I would think. Get yeah. some is- insight. And it's also distance. Yeah. Because um, you can see good and you can see bad. Yeah. Um, but my brother and I didn't have a, content- a contentious relationship very much at mm-hmm. all which is good a couple times yeah um and then i like we go a year or two without talking to him and i'm saying like that happens in people's adult lives like <clears throat> you have to sometimes and it's okay and you can go back is is the thing like when someone just holds a grudge for just year after year like it's just you don't have to do it that way and I'm not saying if your fucking siblings are were abusive or shitty that you're supposed to hang out with them. Fuck that. Like, bye. <laughs> we're not in the same family anymore. Right. Like, for real. I'm for not real. even into that at all. I'm not into being sticking with family for family's sake at all. I'm, not I'm into, like, 
the community, the tight knit, whatever it is. It's like, you know, like I mm. kind of encompass my closest friends, you know, into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, do. I care about these people and right. that's the family. Not just like, oh well I'm related to you, so, so we, I have to no put matter up with what. You. Yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't either. I've seen a lot of bad things happen when you do that. Yeah. You can really cultivate the family that you want. You can curate it. <laughs> you really can. I mean if you have if you were given just a terrible uh family. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Make your own family. Make your own family. We we've done that. We've That's done good. that. Totally. That's what I think. But my parents are fine. <laughs> or what? But we had okay parents. I mean, oh, yeah. Okay, so anyway, blah. blah. How about you? What about, what about you? Um, yeah, you know, my situation is different because I don't have any perspective on being around them when I was young. Yeah. And being parented you're, you're by like a parent. An only child. Yeah, but I will say that my sister played a huge part in teaching me how to be a parent when yes. I, as I grew up because my mom passed away when I was young yes. and you know my sister was doing things like okay you're getting ready at a she young had a age and she had a baby yeah she's like you're getting ready to go out on your own with no parents into the world and have to live alone and stuff here's like she would show me things like here's a pot here's how here's some pots and pans here's cooking stuff here's this this is how you use it you know Oh, I think you should do this with your money. You know, I mean, like my sister was always giving me those lessons. Like I would call her like, what should I do? Like a mom. How do I pay taxes? <laughs> you know, things like that. So my sister really acted like my mom. My sister went with me to um, when I was young in elementary school. We had like a our parent teacher conferences were more like during the day during school. Right. And you would bring your parent to school. And my sister would come as posing as my mother, seeing <laughs> teachers who were my teachers who were her teachers in high school when she was young. So, you know, there was that. Because my mom was busy, man. She's a single <laughs> lady trying to bust her ass to make money to put food in her mouth. Right. So anyway, that's what I would say. And then, of course, my stepbrother taught me how to defend myself <laughs> and <laughs> avoid death by murder. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that relationship was not successful. Well, I would uh, it was not successful, but I will say you know, for better or for worse, my stepbrother taught me how to defend myself and fight. Like had he not been around, I probably would not know as well as I know how to do that now without him. I mean, like I experienced like I'm an angry stepchild and you've come into my life and messed up my life. That's how it was, he viewed it. Right. And I'm going to try to kill you. This is terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, guess who's still standing? I'm still standing. He did not kill me. But he... Is deceased. Is deceased, as is my stepfather and as is my mother. They didn't all die in some horrific plane crash or anything like that. They've all gone in different ways. But um, he actually uh, ended up killing himself, which is terrible and sad. But, hey. That's what happened. Yeah. I mean, he had a, he had it. And if I now as an adult step into his shoes, his mother died in a horrific way. And oh, I mean, my God. What? She, Don't di tell me. she died in a fire. She died in an apartment fire. Like, they lived in an apartment. She wasn't, they weren't at home. Mom was burned to death. So, you know, and then now this other lady's coming in with her son trying to like, hey, was I'm it your right new away? Mom. No, but I mean, my mom knew 
his dad for a year. I mean, they were married prior to all. I mean, prior to his birth. I mean, like, they'd been married before. So, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's very complicated. (laughs) So, yeah. I love you. I love you, too. Very, very much opportunity for neurosis and mental problems in that, that upbringing. But it was good. I mean, like, there was a lot of great times, believe it or not. It's just, I can think of every person I know that I've known, and and I can think of their family, and I can tell you something fucked up about it. Oh, every yeah. single Yeah, one. of course. Some, sometimes deeply, deeply fucked up, and oh, sometimes yeah. just like, oh, my God, you were really raised by an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I don't even feel like it's a product of the time, though. I do. I, I mean, whatever time. And who knows what we're doing wrong right now. Like, we, we right. just don't know. I feel like we know better than they did back then. Yeah, but I can't. I don't know. I have, like, I don't know. They have state-mandated classes you have to take now. Like, when you're getting a divorce. On how I don't to even want to talk about that. It's the worst. <laughs> I don't want I mean, it's fine. That's fine. I hated it. it I hated it, too. Disgusting. I could not believe the people that were in the class with me. I couldn't either. I, uh, I There's was just people like, who are, do normal people not divorce? Is this really, like, yeah. only for trolls? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's for trolls. I was, it was unreal. That's for another day. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We're probably going to have that. So, it's something, I mean, you could say it's like a romanticized ideal, but I just want her to like, them to like, I want them to be together forever. Well, yeah, that's what I want for my kids as well. I mean, I've always thought of them as like, now this is your best friend in the world. Yes. You know, as you go through life. No matter what. Yeah, so. I, I want, yeah, I want them to not, well, obviously I'm not planning on raising assholes okay so there so i don't plan on either one of them being a jerk to the other one but um and you know i have to actively work at that right yeah we all do that's part of raising siblings i think is to raise them to not be a love each other and to um yeah have a different set of standards when it comes to your siblings than you do with other people totally so when we got married we had to blend our children. Esmas rapido. Asma, yes. Very fast. Yeah. We did it quickly, but we had to, and we did. Well, it, when you say it like that, I think people think of everyone living together quickly, which is not 100% no. what happened. Right, that's true. They mean? did not live together quickly. So, wow. like, a, a lot of step-siblings have, like, just different schedules, okay? Yeah. Um, because in this day and age, like, the other parent is very much an involved parent, you know? Like, it's not like everyone's divorced because somebody left, you know what I mean? Yeah. And is gone forever. It's like, there's somebody else out there. So, that means you're sharing custody often, right? Yep. Um... And so, yeah, we're raising siblings together that don't see each other 100% of the time. Right. In addition, my daughters have a um, step-sibling on their dad's side because he is also remarried. So, So they have to, they have to, like, navigate that. They have, like, two separate, like, I have a stepsister over here and then I have a stepsister over here. And they don't the step and they're not they're not sisters. No. 
which is what that really confused both my girls yeah. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> which makes sense, you know? Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm around their um, stepsister that is not my stepdaughter. Right. <laughs> um, which is probably hard for them to understand that, too. I try to be, like, as sweet and happy-looking as possible. Right. You know what I mean? Like... So I think they do just kind of see everybody as, like, their family. Yeah. And that's fine. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what you're going for. That is what you're going for. Um, but we introduced our kids very slowly. Very slowly. I mean, like, we had to first introduce our kids to each other. Right? Yeah. Yep. Which we did. Yeah. I mean, if that had not gone well, we then all, yeah. we would not be together. But we also had... Um, so one of the good things we had was I had my daughter was extremely young. Like she had no choice but <laughs> to, to be like to grow up just like, hey, you you know, like there is no I don't like these people. It's hey, here's some people and you're yeah. too young to really know the difference. I mean, like this is your family from the get go, you I, know? Yeah. And um we actually brought all of our children together for the first time at a restaurant for breakfast. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> and Miles pulled out the chairs for yes. the girls. Yes. For my girls. Yeah. Because what did you, would you threaten him or something? No, I just said, make sure you're very nice to these girls you're about to meet. These are Catherine's daughters. That's all I said. I go, I just want you to be on your best behavior. And oh my gosh, he did. He was. Our kids get along well. Yeah. Very well. Um, they don't spend a lot of time together, so maybe they have that going for them. But in a lot of ways, that can be an obstacle yeah. because, um, you know, you just don't have that, like, bonding time. I think because of the ages that we did it, I mean, they were much more able to, like, bond. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Um, so anyway, we... What can we say? Our two oldest, sorry, are very similar in age, are like the same age. So, um, and they're they're both like classic first child kids, like the responsible one and the you know yeah. super sensitive one, and you know what I mean, yeah. like the one that's afraid to make mistakes. Right. Um, and then our second kids are they're gonna do whatever they want to do. Yeah, but what's their age difference? Lizzie and Sadie are... Five and seven. Okay. So, um, and they're both, like... Sadie's an exception, I think, because she's insane. She just has a different personality. She's, like, insanely intelligent, <laughs> I think. And Lizzie's just, like, second kid. You know? Look but, at me. I'm so sweet. I'll yeah. do anything to make you happy. Yeah. Very, but very... Like great manners, like always, like accommodating and like yeah, for sure to everyone. Like if you ask Lizzie a question, she'll answer you. You know, and she'll she's there for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's a cute little seven year old. She's so little. Oh my god. She, well, she is part of the little people. It's unreal how little con- she is. Consortium. Can she please get bigger? She will. It's. I mean, the girl can eat meat and potatoes like nobody's business so it's not like she's more no 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 butter (laughs) i don't think that that's gonna work (laughs) um yes my ex-husband and i uh 
both are like super gentle parents, um, like really, really like gentle. <laughs> so the, um, our raising in the two girls together was like very like love focused and gentle and accepting, right? And um, when we divorced, I mean, they were just the top priority, absolutely. Like, um, so like every decision we made was about their comfort and the life we wanted them to live. Um, that's how you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. Like you get your hurt over with, and then from then on, it's how can we do this the best way for our kids? Um, yeah, so I'm really fortunate that we were able to do that. And that helped my kids, you know, eventually integrate with your kids, you know, because yeah. they were raised to be accepting and accommodating to whatever family they have, you know. I will say that I think what has helped, like, why, if you look at things, it seems like we are, everything happened quickly. However, I will say because of the schedules, like, our kids really are here together one day a week, okay? Like, there's one night a week, we're all together. Um, my kids are typically here on the weekends. Your kids are typically here on the week weekdays. And I feel like it allows them, in a nice way... To not feel... Yeah, they feel like, I'm not sharing this house with, uh, with other people. I haven't been, like... You know? I don't know. I feel... Yeah. But I feel like now... I guess here's what I'm trying to say. My kids, at least from my kids' point of view, I hear a lot more now. Is Tori and Lizzie going to be there yeah. when I get home than I did in the beginning? Like, they want your kids here now. That, that's the other thing is that, well, I definitely think that they feel like a family yeah. with all of us. Finally. Yep. But that's the thing that we're not saying is that we, um, for the whole first part, or first part of our marriage that we're still in we yes. <laughs> okay for the very like maybe first two years practically um we were very stand back with the other person's kids yeah like like i was 100 percent focused on my kids i was not thinking about you know like making everything the best for his kids, that was his job. Right. I was thinking about my kids. He's thinking about his kids. We're in love. We're doing it well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that just, that really, really helped. Like, it you did. can't just wham, bam, here, everybody love everybody. Like, mom loves the stepkids just as much as mom loves me. No. Like, right. yes, eventually we're going to get there. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't love them no, that way, yeah, but I'm talking about from a kid's perspective. Of course, yeah. They absolutely need to see that there's a difference, you know? And at the same time, it's what the difference is, is that this this love is inclusive. Like, my mom can love everybody, mm -hmm. and it does not impact her love for me because our love is this. It's this right. different thing from my love for my stepkids. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I agree with you. Like, we, that's And it's, like, something we, like, barely talked about. But we just knew And to I do. think we just knew to do it because we were both so freaked out for our kids. Yeah. So it's, like, I feel like we were so fast and we were so slow, mm -hmm. you know? I agree. Like, even right now, the thing that we do consistently, we have traditions now. We yeah. have Christmas. Tradi Christmas is the big one. 
Halloween, not so much. No, but because Halloween's so yeah. We flipped. Plus, the, we, I, we have we flipped. Hate Halloween. <laughs> we flipped Thanksgiving to that schedule, so we yeah. have the kids together on Halloween or on Thanksgiving ha- and, and Christmas. Christmas. And so that's their and Easter, I think. Yeah, I know, but I'm just talking about like in terms of doing something every single year, like in, on an in an anniversary type situation. That okay, well, you know, let's more importantly talk about the thing that we do every single week, which is have dinner together every Tuesday. So we only have one night a week where all of the kids are together. Yeah. So like they sit in the same spot. They're at the age where they're allowed to do what they want to do like yeah in the evening and after school and stuff um but they all have to have dinner yeah at the table and um and they help put it and together for sometimes. a while it was like scary yeah every dinner was scary mm-hmm. i you know because you're only doing it once a week yeah. right um and sadie was at that age where she could fucking say anything she wants but you're two <laughs> or yeah. you're three or whatever you yeah. know maybe you shouldn't say whatever you want because right, it's right. shitty yeah. <laughs> right super shitty yeah. <laughs> like so yeah she we were afraid <laughs> of saying yeah. basically <laughs> we all were we're all worried about her feelings <laughs> because uh, yeah she was i mean the oldest the, i mean the three others got they were just older. I mean, Lizzie also was very oh, sensitive. Yeah. Absolutely. Very sensitive. And that was another fear with Sadie was that if Sadie says something shitty, like, Lizzie will be impacted. Yeah. So that's a thing with blending kids is, like, how are your kids impacting the other person's kids? And you basically just have to take the personal out of it. It's not like it's because they're my kids. Right. And not your kids. Right. It's... it's you know? It is what it is. They're just and now kids. It's, and now it's, yeah. it's not like that now. So you can't have a kid in the house, you know, that lives there under a different set of rules. It right. can't happen. Exactly. Um, we're a little bad with, we definitely treat Miles differently because he's yeah. a boy and he's the oldest. And he's also like a really grown up boy, sort of. You physically. Know. Well, physically, yeah. But I also feel like he's street smart more <laughs> than so. the average he's probably the most independent 10-year-old yes i'm not saying that he's not sensitive or no whatever, i know but he can handle hard or tough. but he can handle situations that none of our other if kids he could, was can. out if our kid one of our girls was missing and they were missing with miles we would feel a thousand times better oh, yeah because miles would a know thousand what to better. do yeah know. whereas the girls are like oh i'll just get in this car with this right. old man because i don't know what to do i'm so scared plus miles has like technology like miles has a phone he has I a mean, phone <laughs> like like that's another th- so here's a beautiful example of how like we have to treat them different in that in that weird capacity miles has a phone and Victoria does not. Miles is ten, they're both 10 years old. And like I talked to my ex-husband about it and I was like, "Look, we're going to give Miles a phone because it's part of it's we feel like it's a safety issue because of his lifestyle." Um cuz he goes back and forth. He's yeah. very busy. Like he's out. He's going out to like school and like right. doing these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, Miles is alone. Sometimes Miles gets off the bus by himself he, and walks home. Yeah, he has. He's not like a latchkey kid, but he's like more. He's less like helicoptered than <laughs> other kids. Yeah, and and it's yeah, and we're talking about you know in his whole life, like his yeah. life outside of our life, our house. Yeah. Um, and so we've 
yeah, we don't want him to be alone when he's not under our care or supervision and not have a phone. Right. And because Victoria, the other 10-year-old, does not have anything like that. Right. She's not, like, ever in a position where she might need a phone, really. Um, You know, we had to talk about it. And, and, and yeah, her dad was like, no, I don't want her to have a phone yet. I'm not ready. And, and we talked about the age and I was totally fine with that because it's just her lifestyle does not demand it. So, so there's that. And I mean, you can make it how I explain those differences with Victoria is not that it's because Miles is a boy, right? It's because Miles, you know, and then I'll explain his other life that she never sees right you know and she's like okay i get it because she's a 10 year old she gets it you just have to explain it to her yes and not pretend like it's not happening right yeah so there you go well they're all together and they're happy they love each other they really do we want to take them on vacation together really badly but we don't know how or where to go or what to do but we're gonna do it i think we're gonna go to your parents house this summer i think that's what we're gonna do i think we just need to start thinking about it and making it happen Make it happen. Make it happen. All right. And now we're to the part of our show where we ask the stoner mom. That's right. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay. Hey, Stoner Mom. Hey. (laughs) I watch your videos on YouTube, and I have some questions. I have used cannabis for my depression and anxiety, and also for some back and knee pain and migraine that I have. It also just helps my mood in general. I stopped using marijuana regularly after I had my child, since it was not legal here. Nice. I, I got on Zoloft, which helped my depression and anxiety significantly. Good. Medical marijuana has been legalized where I live, so I've been thinking about getting my card. The problem is my husband doesn't really want me to, and my mom and family are completely against it. Should I just do it anyways because it's what's best for me, and maybe they will come around? Or what's your suggestions? Please help. Thanks in advance. Okay. What do you think of that? Wow, I think that one's packed full of uh, intrigue. And... <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I think that your mom's opinion and your family's opinion uh, is gets no vote. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. Um, and your husband gets a, you know, kind of a, a significant vote, but... We have to know why. It has to make sense. Because he's, you know, the dad, I'm assuming. And you live together. It's your marriage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so he's really the only one I would worry about convincing. Um, just, yeah. You, I, Why would you tell your mom? Why would you talk about it with your in-laws or, or all of that? Like, you don't have to. Yeah. It's If you really want to think of it as your medicine, which is how I think of it, I think of it as like pills like I don't call my family up and say hey the doctor wants to prescribe blah 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 what do you think should I do it like their opinion doesn't matter to me they're not doctors you know they don't live my life and they don't know what I feel or how I'm suffering or 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 not so 
Um, you're a grown-up now. You have a child. Um, their opinions don't matter as far as the decision. Um, I mean, as long as it's, you know, I'm assuming that you're not one of the Obama daughters. And like, <laughs> <laughs> what if you are? Oh, no. Oh, Wait, man. none of them are married. Okay. It's, okay. Anyway, it's Ivanka. It's Ivanka Jones. <laughs> Her fucking family's completely against it. Completely. Give me a break. Um, so anyway, yeah, talk to your husband. I, I guess you already have, and he sounds against it. So I do have a podcast episode back in the archives where I talk about how to talk to somebody about marijuana. Um, so look that one up. I'm sorry I don't have the number right now. But I can put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, because if you do it with some, you just, it's basically just something you have to really think about and sort of plan. Like, however, the best way to communicate with the person, so in this case, your husband, is you've got to tailor your whole presentation around that person's ability to communicate and understand you. You know, if you're going to be hysterical and weepy, like, you know what I mean? You can't be that way. And if he's going to be hysterical and weepy, like, you have to sort of, like, plan for that. Like, how can I deliver this information without him being, like, super angry? And the first thing is always that people get very defensive instantly. And it's really weird, but what they're defensive about is, like, how they've been raised. Yeah. Because we were all raised to say no to drugs. And it was really, 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 really put into us, into our brains. So, like, try to think of it from that perspective right like not everybody has, can see as easily um from the outside you know sometimes we we just really believe what we believe and we don't really know why we believe it um so the best way to educate the person is going to kind of just depend on the person um yeah did i bramble too much no i think that makes sense plus sure. i mean the number one thing when you're talking to your husband is it's legal in your state now and there, that there is a reason for that. I mean, yeah, the so, law's on your side. So listen, if you were prescribed like uh, oxycodone or some shit yeah. like that, you know, like I would want to talk to you yeah. about it because it, I would be my perception of those drugs is that they're extraordinarily addictive and yeah. extraordinarily harmful. Um, if that's his perception of marijuana, you have to address it. Um, and people can get really defensive when you challenge the way they've thought about something for decades. So yeah. everything you can do to ease their defensiveness all the time, bring them back to where you are now, bring them back to the present. Like, um, I know you feel that way, um, but now we have all of this research, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, plus it sounds like she's had experience trying it and it worked for her. I mean, with you, I know. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, so she knows it works. She always, so you probably got married and then you had your kid or whatever. Like that all happened kind of like around the same time because that's when she, she stopped using marijuana when she had a kid because it was yeah. not legal, which is, I think, very, that's so um, commendable. Oh, yeah. Right? For someone who's been using it and knows that it works to be like, I have a child now. I can't do something that's illegal. I think is 
I mean, plus I think there's just so many different ways to do it now that people don't understand. Like when you think get your red card, granted that's the preferred method for me is to smoke it, but um, there's edibles, there's tinctures, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, microdosing is becoming a thing mm. with like fucking everything. Like anyway, yeah, it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got an email this weekend from a guy in another country that wants to like start microdosing and no smoking, just um, edibles or or a tincture. I can see the benefit in that. Yeah, I look, I think, the weed I, I can too. The weed doctor told me to do that. I can too. Well, with smoking though, right? Yeah, she's like, you should micro, do you know what microdosing is? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, you should look into that. Like if you have back, like I'm, I have my card because I have back pain, but, um, come on, this person actually has significant back and knee pain and migraines. And if you were in Colorado, those are things that are on the list that you are absolutely yeah, have the right to get a red card for. Yeah. For me, it's not any of that stuff. It's completely my mental health. Right. Um, Yeah. And I've been mentally ill for, like, my whole adult life. I guess I always will be. I guess that's how people are. <laughs> and so. you know what? Honestly, this, I I would much rather, much rather you do this than take more prescribed antidepressants. Like, yeah. I feel like, you know, you're doing them in conjunction with one another. And yes. I definitely see a benefit for you. That the, works the problem for me. is just making you do it because you forget sometimes <laughs> to take, to smoke weed. To do everything. Yeah, to, to, to do, medicate. Yeah. Um, either one, like I won't take my pills and I won't medicate. Anyway, bottom line, it's your health. It's your body. That's how I feel about this kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. you two can make a, a decision. He, his say goes as far as like the child and how your child together is impacted. Um, but that's kind of it. You are your own person. Um, of course, you don't want to, like, defy somebody you love. Right. But, yeah, work really hard to change his mind. Um, you can show him my website mm-hmm. um, and listen to that podcast episode. And good luck. Good luck. Dave's Grove. This is like the underwater podcast. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hello. Wow. What, Hello. Did, what did you do this morning? Oh, boy. I cloned some plants this morning. Because um, you're a scientist. Can I just say, at one point, this fucking man walked by me. David. David walked by uh, me in the house. And it smelled like a perm. It did? Yes. Big perm? Like someone, like you were perming something. Like you you were giving someone a perm. You smelled some chemicals. Oh, it was bad. Was that today? Yes. It was nutrients. I mean, like, I know. The the nutrients that I use are root starter (sighs) nutrients, and it's the most foul and rank, disgusting stuff on the planet. It's made from, that's the stuff made from fish guts and, you know, bat poop. I was legit like, you know, my mom gave me a perm when I was a kid. And you were like, this is bringing back the memories of the perm. There was nothing right about giving me a perm. Nothing. I'm glad you don't have one now.
I'm glad no pictures exist at that time. Man, I bet they do somewhere. Okay, anyway. They don't because they got rid of them. <laughs> okay, so, yes. So let me let me tell you what's going on in my what's grow. Going on in your so grow. I have been posting pictures every week about my cocoa Coyier grow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, on Instagram? On Instagram. He's at C-O grow. No, wait. C-O weed grower. C-O Colorado weed grower. Weed grower. C-O weed grower. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I should do a different one, but anyway. No, I'll... no, no, it's fine. Okay. We just have to say it like that every time. CO we grow, co we grow. Um, anyway, so we're on week four. I mean, these plants are looking magnificent. They're big, they're beautiful. I mean, they're thriving. It's almost time to go to flower. However, I, they're one of those plants is Charlotte's Web. It's my <coughs> last Charlotte's Web seed I had. And I love Charlotte's Web. So I cloned it three times today. I feel strong about two of them. Maybe on the third. I don't know. I don't know. It's too early. Yeah, it's too early to tell. But, I mean, like, I'm thankful three's fine. I was shooting for five, but the plant's not big enough yet. Maybe. Who knows? So, I could veg it another week or two and then maybe get another clone or two out of it. But it's just not worth it at this point. I'm ready to grow some weed. So, my grow's going amazingly well. <laughs> I mean, like, I got, you know, despite... I wish we knew what cycle this was. Oh, my God, I know. Wouldn't that be so cool? I could give you a guesstimate. I wonder if we could get... Yeah, but you'd have to like really write it down, I think. It's probably like 12 or 13, somewhere around there. Oh, I don't know. Thought. It's a lot. So, because I have, I have multiple ones going. Sometimes I have, remember, another tenfold. Yeah. So anyway, what my plan this time is once these clone babies start sprouting, I'm going to fire up my other old tent with cocoa, and I'm going to plant these uh, clones in there. And I might only do three and do a scrog and make a mega Charlotte's Web grow in the tent. I think I might do that. That would be badass. Um, what else? So these are. This is going really well. I, we I, love Charlotte's Web. It's really good. We already one. talked about that. So. Um, oh, and you're getting seeds for what I'm smoking today. Yeah, you gave me one. Well, I found one. Oh but yeah, and no, I'm buying some. Get, yeah, you're getting seeds. Well, I'm not buying. I'm getting. They're giving them to me. So I, at the place we buy weed from, I just casually asked, like, "Do you guys sell seeds?" And they were like, "Not really, no." But do you want some? And I was like, "Yeah." And like, I've been going there long enough now. They know my name, and we just shoot the shit when I'm in there, and everybody, we're all buddies. So, of course, they're gonna give Dave the Grow Guy some free seeds. I mean, Yay. like, they like me, so I'm gonna get some catatonic sour tsunami, <laughs> and then we're gonna grow. <laughs> we're gonna grow it. Um, I'm excited. So pretty much, I mean, nothing real new to report. That's pretty much it. I mean, my plants are beautiful. You can look at them up on my Instagram if you want to check them out. I mean, I'm at Colorado Weed Grower, C-O Weed Grower, C-O Weed Grower. Yeah, that's it. And that's what's going on. That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. How do you feel about our second um, episode I like of this it. season? I like it. I feel like it's more focused and less like... Are we getting better? I feel like it. I mean, I hope people like it. Okay. We just have to do it consistently, which we're, we are now. Well, now we're at 37. This is episode 37. Yep. Um, I am looking forward to probably in the next four months, I'm thinking, doing uh, Firing Up the segment on our podcast which is Game of Stone. It's not a segment, it's gonna be our, our minisodes. That's that right, minisodes. Three hours long. Oh I'm excited. <laughs> Have you
you read anything about Um, I haven't. I mean, like, just the stuff I've told you. Yeah. Have you read anything? Yeah. Do you want to share anything? Um, sure. Okay, go ahead. Just that yes. Sansa will be in charge of Winterfell. Ooh. Because Jon Snow is going to go with Bronn and Davos. Bronn? Bran. No, not Bran. Who am I thinking? Bronn, what the fuck? I love Bronn. I've got Bronn on the brain. But no, he not Bronn. Just take him out, take him out, take him out. He's not here. He's not who I meant. Okay. He's going with Davos and fucking someone else. I don't know. Bran? Um, I mean, Bran is on the other side of the wall. He's going to be there. Yeah, I don't know anything about Bran. Okay. I don't. That's not what I'm saying. That he's going to go meet Danny. Okay. And that Danny is preparing to attack the Lannisters. Yes. Where? Casterly Rock? I, I, uh, I don't know. I hope. I don't know. That would be so rad. But to I see bet it's, Rock. I bet it's Kingsley Landing. Um, but um, yeah, that Sansa being left in charge. That's really what I read. That Sansa in charge is um strong and powerful and maybe it gets to her head a little bit hmm oh man right i hope not i hope that's just a small storyline sorry Arya's gonna probably come back oh that's who it was aria aria's going with john yes they're re <laughs> like all three of them are gonna see each other oh my god yes gonna we're gonna get our reunion and yeah she's going with him to meet i Danny. got goosebumps right now <laughs> Because she's like a badass now. And so is John. So she's like, you know, I learned how to fight and kill people. You know, I died and was resurrected like Jesus. Oh, well, mm, your story's better than mine. Well, no, because you can take off, you can replace but, your face. Watch my face. <laughs> I'm now you, Jon Snow. <laughs> so uh, I think you win. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a good skill, huh? She's going to blow his mind away. He's going to be so proud of her. Anyway, I... that's a lot to look forward to. <laughs> God. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's our show today. Yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you guys liked it. Feel free to get on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Do it. <laughs> if you like. Be, you know what? I did notice someone gave us a five stars, but no review, which that's is fine. We, that's good, too. That's good, that too. Helps. I do like reading your reviews. I'll read them on Yeah, but it's a pain in the ass to write them. Yeah, so just click five stars, then. Who cares? That would help, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mom and Dad are st- Can I read all this shit yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Mom and Dad are stoned is made by us. David and Catherine. That's me. And me. That's the stoner mom's name. Is Catherine. You can learn more about us at www.thestonermom.com Follow David on Instagram at coweedgrower Follow me everywhere at thestonermom and you can email me questions for Ask the Stoner Mom um, at mom at thestonermom.com. That's right. So, yeah, next week we're going to be talking about oversharing, oh, dang. social media, weed on social media, and kids on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So, tune in. Yeah. That's right. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week or two. And um, until next time, please remember to be safe, be responsible, and you always be kind. Bye. Bye. And smoke weed every day. <laughs>